right guys welcome back it's been a long 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 time this is of course don't spoil it with me with jay wrecker and my very very good movie aficionado <laughs> Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while guys I'm, uh, I'm so sorry to let you guys know uh, but yeah there was a lot of illness in my family then there's holidays um but no we're going to uh we're gonna get right into it right back into 2017 the year of the horse. No. Dragon, no. No, monkey. Monkey. Is it monkey? I don't know. We don't. Rooster. No, it's the rooster. Happy year of the rooster. Cock-a-doodle-doo. <laughs> uh, from what I gathered from the small notes that I do get on this show is we are going to talk about passengers? Yes, passengers. All right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> he, that guy's not in that movie, actually. So that's, yeah, that's no. interesting. <laughs> No, it's actually a really small cast. It's not that big at all. So uh, there is how many people on this guy? Um, apparently five. I only remember four. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> That's great. I mean, once again, if you if if you guys have uh, listened to the last two, uh, re listen to them, re-download them on another device just so we get some more downloads. You know, that's really good. Because <laughs> there's like 20 people out there have heard this. <laughs> Make it 21. You can be 21. All right, so... This is my understanding of it. See, what I've got from the trailer was that two sexy, good-looking people are on a spaceship and they're going somewhere. That's right. Kind of, yeah. That's oh. basically it. Okay. Okay. So, so what's going on? Passengers, lay it down okay. for us. So, passengers starts off with five thousand passengers on a space shuttle, traveling ninety years into space to go to Earth too. And for some reason, we have an incident where Chris Pratt's character, Jim Preston, is woken up too soon. Uh oh. But he doesn't realize it at first. So he's all excited. You know, you freak out because you don't really remember what's going on. And he is woken up, I believe, 60 years too soon. Okay, so he hasn't been sleeping that long. No. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's been asleep for a decent amount of time, but he wakes up and their little teleprompt tells them like what's going on, this is what you should expect. He goes to his room. It's really high tech. It's really like beautifully done. The uh, the whole scene of the movie. Um, I really liked it. Um, but he gets woken up and it takes him about one full day to realize that he's the only one that's up and that he's the only one that's going to be up. Well, that kind of sucks. The whole, your whole first day, you're happy. You're like, what, where is everybody? It's supposed to be 5,000 people. Maybe I haven't just bumped into one of them. It's a big <laughs> ship. I don't know. And then too soon. Yeah, way okay. too soon. He, um, he actually is in one of these classes that is supposed to explain to him that they were supposed to be only woken up 90 days before making it to planet Earth 2 before but they he eventually talks to the robots or the uh, the system and they ask him how much longer on the traveling time do they have left <laughs> i believe they said 60 60 years left <laughs> okay well i mean he can make it right he's in yeah. his 30s he i mean there's not a not, he can still make it earth too it's not uh, bad live a good life yeah, but they didn't really explain his age. I would assume he'd well, be I mean, in his you know, 20s, he looks 30s. like he's in his 30s, right? Yeah. And so 
he comes to terms basically with that he's going to just be on the space shuttle by himself with nobody else but he does have some entertainment there's an open bar that's good yeah all right all yeah right. and there's a really cool um bartender that he didn't initially know was a robot till he got closer and that character's name is arthur that's played by michael sheen and he actually got really excited because he's going through the spacecraft trying to find someone and then Arthur says something to him, so he runs up and he just notices it's a human figure up top. Oh. And then it's a robot like moving on the bottom. So the interesting thing is that I guess maybe 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 he doesn't need this, but like you figure that if you're gonna be on a spaceship for this long, maybe you know what's on it. Mm-hmm. But the thing is is interesting is that I guess you wouldn't, right? Because all you need to care about is that you're there for ninety years. Mm-hmm. But then why would there be a robot that's in an open bar? And why would they have all these extra things? Because they're there for 90 days and they got to be, they got to make yeah. them feel comfortable for 90 days. Yeah. And the crew is supposed to wake up before they wake up. So it's essentially, right. it's like a cruise ship mm-hmm. for the 90 days. You know, you can eat, all you can eat lobster tails. No, actually, no. Oh. It's depending on the class that you're in. There's different class levels and you're only allowed certain foods. Like, um, like he eats breakfast, but he only gets cereal. He can't eat any other breakfasts because he is part of a, t- technically a lower income mm-hmm. passenger. So he only gets cereal for breakfast or he gets these like really gross meals um, that aren't really that great. But he does um, he does manage to or he tries to actually break into where the crew members are sleeping. But he's unsuccessful because nobody he doesn't have the access to get there. Mm. But he does manage to break into a suite that doesn't belong to him and he's like so happy about that he also has recreational things too like there's um like this kind of like dance dance revolution but with 3d figures of people that you're dancing against and that's okay. what he did um there's also a basketball court a pool they have an open bar and you could actually go which was really cool you can be dressed in a spacesuit and fly out into space but still be connected to the um the space shuttle and then come right back to experience space that was pretty cool oh sign me up on this guy this sounds like spacex except he gets really depressed oh well i mean when you're the only one person around i guess you kind of that's what happens so what he does is he one day he actually thinks about stepping out to the room and you have to push this button for the door to open to go to space and he almost hit the button to open the door before he could die. He was basically being suicidal, but he didn't do it. So that was pretty good. And then he sees, you can see like all the passengers in their pods and he sees Jennifer Lawrence's character, Aurora, and he like falls in love with her and gets really creepy. So he can look at what she's recorded you know like interview videos and how she is as a person and he falls in love with her without even knowing so he was essentially doing um, the tinder of the spaceship right he was looking at the profile and he swiped right i like that and maybe i get a match well he talks to arthur about him oh yeah there you go arthur knows these things yeah it was it was pretty interesting how he would like lay in bed and listen to her videos and he really liked her. He That's creeper, talk man. To her. That's creeper status right there. Yeah. Well, then it gets a little dark and twisted. Okay. 
He wants to wake her up. Yeah, let's do it. He doesn't want to be alone anymore. It's been over a year now. So he talks to Arthur about it, and he, he knows it's something bad to do, but he does it anyway. And he wakes her up. And so she has to go through the same process that he went through, except she's the higher up on the like, income or mm-hmm. whatever. She's a, She's got the nicer things. And she asks him how long he's been awake and he's like a year (laughs) and then she goes and does like the same thing she's kind of freaked out a bit and asks them how long is do we have until we make it to planet earth 2 and they say 89 years or maybe it's 120 years you know what no it was a 120 year trip they still had 90 years to go so they would never make it regardless yeah they would not make it that's what it was so it's a 120 year trip he wakes up 30 years early so he has 90 years left Mm -hmm. and then she wakes up and there's 89 years left because it was one year yeah now it makes sense i remember okay uh so then they just start clicking and swept right yeah they're eating breakfast he gets cereal she gets his luxury breakfast she goes you know what I'm going to get you what I've got. And she goes and gets him oh, a nicer breakfast. That's sweet of her. She's paying for the lunch, the breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Well, I mean, you know, it's the, you know, whatever the century they're in, I mean, you know, women can do this. Uh-huh. Right? It doesn't have to just a man has to always have to pay. No, sometimes but he does. But if they pay, so sometimes nice. they will pay with a company card. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> My suggestion, if I'm taking out a girl for the first time, let's say to, <laughs> I don't know, to pho. I like pho. Do you like pho? Yes. Yes. You know what? Let me pay. Uh, Swipe company card. Oh, that's... That means that you're high-class styling. That is so funny. So here's a question for you. If you were this person, right? You're this, the uh-huh. first one on the ship, and you're like, oh, man, and you're running around, would you just get really vindictive and just flip and release everyone? Just open up, just wake everyone up so there's 5,000 people who will all I, perish uh-huh. before they get there and just, just ruin everyone? I kind of would want at least a couple people. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, but I mean, would you be? I mean, if you were the one who does that and wakes everyone up, would you become a, like a serial killer then, essentially? Kind of. Because they're not ever going to make it. You're physically not killing them, but they will die before they get because to the destination. Because of what you did, though, right? Yeah. So can you imagine this huge ship full of five thousand dead people and there's like one robot guy going, "Hey, do you oh want another gosh. beer?" Oh my gosh! And the only people that would wake up would be the crew members because nobody is able to get there, and they would be alive, and they would find all these dead people. Just everywhere, just like <laughs> everywhere, just like you know, that's if the, the, that's if the people don't revolt and like mm-hmm. crash the ship into somewhere because and like you know bust a hole in the hull or something, yeah. so it just explodes and no one makes it. Oh, I, I forgot a really funny part. Um, he he tries everything he can to get the the crew members up and he tries to contact earth like knocking really hard <laughs> <laughs> Hello, come on. he he's actually able to send messages to earth so he gets really excited and he sends a message to earth saying basically he doesn't know why he's woken up so early they need help he sent he he sends the message and it says that the message will be received in like 15 years yeah and then you'll receive a response in like 21 years, and it costs $6,000 to do so. <laughs> oh, I guess he doesn't have yeah. any credit card for that one, huh? No, it was so funny because he, he was just so dumbfounded by the fact that you can send a message, but it was going to take forever to get to Earth, and then forever to get a response. Yeah, I guess that makes, I mean, like, makes some sense, right? Because they're traveling really far, so it's going to take a long time for the... Wi-Fi connection can yeah, be Yeah, exactly. Then the password is tough. Right? 
You only got three bars. <laughs> only three bars in the spaceship. Uh, well, throughout the movie, there's some like light twitches and nothing to be really concerned about. But they do um, for a decent amount of times. She starts to become friends with Arthur too, and they drink and they're going on dates and. It's, they're just having such a wonderful time. And then after a, a year goes by, he wants to propose to her. Well, might as well. He gets, I don't even remember where he got the ring from, but he has a ring. And she dresses up all nice and fancy. And he dresses up all nice and fancy. He's like stealing clothes from like the richer uh, passengers. And she's talking to Arthur at the bar before he shows up and he says I remember this day a year ago and she's like what are you talking about and he goes the day he decided to wake you up <gasps> she Bummer. lost it and he was just about to propose <laughs> so then she's all pissed off she doesn't want to talk to him and it makes sense and she's calling him a murderer because she's not going to survive oh, there you go yeah there you go so super upset She's super upset. She has a right to be. She doesn't want to see him. She He grosses her out. No and more big breakfast, huh? No. That's it. That's back to cereal. He uh, actually went to go see her at the table for breakfast, and she like just got up and left. Like, she didn't want to. But then she got really, really... Like, she's just so upset that he's sleeping. And he wakes up to her, and she just, like, punches him right in the face. And, like, she just beats the crap out of him. And she goes to, like, kill him. She's got... I can't remember what she has. She's like this with her... Um, I don't know, no, one can, no, no one can see you. <laughs> what she was doing was the like the psycho, you know, the, the two hands on the knife right above the head. And she went to go do it, and she just couldn't do it. Oh, so it now the trigger. it's super awkward because she does not like him anymore. There's no future. They're both going to die. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, it's, it's a really bad situation. Okay. Well, end of story. That's it. No. Oh no, there's more. There's more. But there's more. It's better. So, all of a sudden, like it starts to become more problems for the spaceship because things are shutting off now. Like she's swimming in the swimming pool, and he's sleeping. Oh no, I'm skipping a part. Well, anyway, so there are problems with the space shuttle, and all of a sudden, the captain's woken up. And this is Lawrence Fishburne's character, Gus Mancuso. I think that's how it's pronounced. And he wakes up, and there's a tree in the dining room because he was growing stuff. Um, Jim's care Jim is growing okay. stuff, and he wants to know what's going on. And they realize that they're woken up way too soon. And he was woken up because there's problems with the spaceship. And all of a sudden, he's super sick. He coughs up blood in his hand. Oh, boy. They decide, or they figure out that something needs to get be done to save the space shuttle. Otherwise, everyone on board will die. And he starts coughing up blood on his hand. And they take him to the infirmary, I guess is what you would call it. And there's this bed that you lay on. And it does a full body scan. And it tells you exactly what's wrong with you. He, for some reason, is an organ failure and has hours to live. Okay, I'm lost. Okay. Yeah, it makes no sense. At yeah, they're all. just like, hey, this, this, this thing needs to happen in this part of the movie. Let's have him just have yeah. start dying. So he, his character is literally maybe in for 15 minutes. I think I'd be surprised if he was in longer. And they go to give him a pill, but he doesn't want to take it. I guess it's to make his time uh, left better. 
And at one point, he's like, I wish I would have taken the pill. Because you're going to die. You're, there's no way they can save him. And uh, what happens? Oh, and then he, he dies. But they, he explains to them what needs to, to happen. There's like... Um, whatever is in the, in the space shuttle that keeps powering everything it's overheating and the power is not being dispersed evenly and he tells them how it needs to be fixed mind you it's two people who have no experience fixing spaceships and it's up to them to save it uh, and then he just keels over that's always so sad that was that was Lawrence Fishburne's part there huh mm-hmm. he wakes up he gets sick he dies yeah basically he can't even do anything to save the ship well then Jim and Aurora come together after they hate each other or she hates him so much and hopes he dies that they have to come together to save the spaceship otherwise everyone's going to die and they can't seem to do it inside the spaceship so Jim decides to go outside to take care of the problem from the outside while she does what she needs to do which is open the door from the inside and he's like, oh, I can't leave the spot. For some reason, the door wouldn't stay open. Someone has to stay there. And she's like, I can't do it. And it's getting really hot in there. And it, it's like, rah, 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 getting too hot. Like, it's, it's, no. it's a warning them that it's, shit's about to hit the fan. And miraculously, she's able to pull the lever down. The door stays open. All the heat leaves. But then Jim goes flying. And... The space shuttle's fixed. I don't know exactly what it did. It just released all of the heat, and now the spaceship's safe. But Jim went flying, so she's freaking out. And she gets in a space suit, and she goes after him, and he's dead. Wow, I didn't see that one coming. No. Wow. Well, then she drags him all the way to the infirmary. Right. And... She puts him on the bed, and she has to, like, say this... She has to override the code, which is what, um... The captain's, the captain's code is what she used, and it scans and it says he's dead, and then she hits all these buttons and it performs every single procedure that the machine can perform on him. Excuse me, and he uh, miraculously survives. I don't like that. No, he he was dead. He had been dead for minutes. Like for you to pull him outside of space, bring him into the spaceship pull him onto the bed and then is are, are able to resuscitate him yeah. and he's perfectly fine there's no problems with him and so now she likes him again then apparently mm-hmm. yeah that's just weird she almost lost the love of her life well, yeah. twice maybe yeah because he lied to her yeah do they do like a 20 years later kind of thing there's little kids running around almost kind of so right before the end of the movie there he or she, I can't remember. One of them figures that you can't put yourself to sleep. That was his problem. He tried putting himself back to sleep in the beginning of the movie. And then she wanted to do the same thing, but they couldn't. Well, in They get this, Arthur to do it. Huh? Yeah, they just get Arthur to do it. <laughs> He's dead now. Arthur, no. The, uh... Oh, the robot. The robot, the bartender. Oh, yeah, but he doesn't know. He's just a bartender. He only knows how to make drinks. He just can't... Hey, dude, come over here for a second. Just... <laughs> Push his button for me. Be a pal. Uh, I actually don't know how they did. They did describe how it has to happen. How you, how you have to be put to sleep. It's like things you have to go through. But then the captain died, right? Yeah, the captain died. So, is there? I'm guessing the other cap. There's another captain now. 
Well, according to the because internet, who's, who's going to land the the ship now with the the captain dead? Well, it's Lord. It says Captain Norris, but I don't know who Captain Norris. It's played by Andy Garcia. I can't remember his character at all in the whole movie. So, and it doesn't say when you Google passenger in the cast, it just says Lawrence Fishburne's character's name is Gus Mancuso, but he said he was the captain in the movie, so I don't understand. Maybe mm. it was just so I wasn't paying attention. It was just so stupid that it wasn't that important. Uh. So they discover that they can put you back to sleep into hibernation mode from this infirmary bed, but only one person can fit inside. And he wants her to go because he woke her up and she was going to die anyway. But she decides that no, they deserve to live the rest of their lives together on the ship and just record everything so when everybody wakes up they'll know what happened and they'll be heroes and that was basically it they did uh them arriving to earth 2 the spaceship arriving to earth 2 mm-hmm. and everybody waking up and them understanding what happened when they were gone or while they were sleeping and then that was it weird so i'm assuming they died i mean they they can't live that long right I mean, that's just well i don't know there's like a lady who's 117 right now in real life Hmm. They possibly could have. Okay. The likelihood is they probably found... Maybe not. Them. Oh, imagine, like, you you die at different times. So, he. what if one of them dies, and then they still have to live the rest of their life, years possibly, until they die by themselves? Just a lot of drinking. That's all that means. Thanks, Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> they get there, there's no beer left, there's no alcohol, there's no wine. There's no food. I guess they could eat them out of house and home. I mean, might as well. And then everybody dies. No, that's not what happened. But (laughs) ninety days were tough. (sighs) So on the scale, what kind of kind of where are you gonna kind of give this one? I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, I was highly disappointed because I like Jennifer Lawrence. So I thought it was Chris Pratt. I I thought it was Scarlett Johansson. (laughs) Johansson. But it was, it was Jennifer Lawrence. It was Jennifer Lawrence. That's the Hunger Game chick. Yeah, she's an amazing actress. Jennifer, if you're listening, yes, yes, you are. Yeah, we all love you. And Chris Pratt, too. He's a good actor, too. You just think he's buff. He's good looking, too. He's married to Anna Faris. Do you like him now or when he was fat? When was he fat? In, like, um, The Office? No, Parks and Recreation. I've never seen that show. Yeah, go go check out his fat days. Oh, okay. And see if that's... I really liked him in Jurassic Park. See, that movie was a good movie, right? Yeah. You like that one? I like that one, yeah. yeah. We, we only review bad movies on no, this one, apparently. No, the next one I'm going to review is um, Underworld. Underworld 17. Yeah. That one's going to be good. I've seen the other ones. I'm excited for this one. So I'm, I'm not, I don't think I'll be disappointed. I've heard it was good so far. All right. That's pretty good. I think that works out well. Um, I think... Our time is done. Right? Is there anything else we, we're gonna do? An, we're gonna do an underworld next, which is that's gonna be exciting. Yeah. And then um, I don't know. We might get into a couple of them. Well, I might actually start reviewing just a little bit, guys. I'm gonna try my my hand in the review game. <laughs> There's a couple I've seen. Hi, kitty. So we'll see how that goes. Until next time, everybody. Have a great viewing week. Oh, we should tell oh, them we what our tell- we should tell them what our goal is. Oh. Yeah, that's probably good to do right now. So if you've already stopped, hopefully you didn't hang up the, the turn off the podcast right now. <laughs> so those of you who are still listening, you're the true fans. You're the real heroes of the day. We're going to try to get two of these out a month. Yes. Uh, 
and we don't have a date when they're released yet. That's still being decided. We're not. We're very lazy people. Yeah, we actually made you Throwback Thursdays. Yep. Yes, which would be consisting of movies that are considered old, more than a decade old, that I have not seen, and obviously a lot of people have, and I'll spoil those. Yeah. And then, you know, you can't be upset with those because it's been like 10 years, like get over it, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we might do Throwback Thursdays, uh, but our goal is two reviews a month. Yep. And uh, all right, guys. See ya. Bye.